you guys. I'm going to start off by reading you this one review I got from one of my clients that I need to share with you so you can see what's possible so that you can, uh, if you're struggling with something similar, then you know what's possible and that I can help you, okay? So this is from Samantha, and she wrote uh, on Google Business Review, she wrote, Natalia is an awesome coach. She helped me realize that I was judging myself really badly and helped me believe that I'm an amazing mom, whatever happens. That feels really good. She's sweet, smart, and pragmatic. She had lots of practical tips and also helps you become more self-confident so you can actually apply them. I used to feel so tired and I didn't know how to handle my kids. Now I learned to take time for myself and I feel more energy and confidence. Thanks, Natalia, for all you did for me. Oh, that just makes me so, so happy. Whenever I hear someone taking better care of themselves, I know they have a way better relationship with other people. So I hope this helps you in some way and I'm here to help you feel better and take better care of yourself and have a good relationship with your kids and feel like a good mom. Okay, now on to the episode. Hey guys, how's it going? I I hope you're not sick. I'm fighting this head cold, they call it. I don't know. It's in my head. It's in my sinus. I don't like it, but I'm going to have to move on. Okay, so today I really wanted to talk to you about practicing feeling disappointment and specifically letting your kid feel disappointment. And here's why. Because in life, we are going to be disappointed a lot, right? With not getting a job we want, with the girlfriend or boyfriend saying no, like getting no's for dates. This is your son, right? He's going to ask someone out and they're going to say no, right? And what happens if he is not good at being disappointed? Then he will then not want to ask anyone out again, right? If he can't handle feeling disappointed, if he wants to avoid being disappointed, by all means, he's probably not going to ask a girl, another girl out again, right? Because he felt so disappointed when someone turned him down, right? Or if he didn't get the job that he wants, right? And he's so heartbroken, he's so disappointed, he might make it mean something about himself, That's not useful. And then again, he won't be putting himself up for other jobs as much as you would want him to, right? He might stop altogether or he might hold back and he might go for a job um, that's kind of he's more comfortable with and not not go for the higher job that he really wants, right? For his dream job. And so... Because of these situations, this is just two examples that I can come up with, but I'm sure there's going to be lots of other chances for our kids to go for things and risk being disappointed. So because of that, I really believe we should help them learn to be disappointed and we should help them practice being disappointed. And I just was inspired. Let me tell you my story. This is what happened. And that's how I came up with this episode. So one of my boys has to do a presentation on this book that they're reading in school. And it's about somebody visiting Calgary, Canada. And he has to um, talk about how they're hosting their guest in in Calgary, Canada. 
this is where we live. Um, and so there's some questions like, what do you think? How are they hosting them? What kind of things are they doing? What kind of things would you do if you were hosting someone in Calgary, Canada, right? And so I asked him that and I actually told him, I said, hey, our cousins, your cousins, my brother, are probably, are, they're planning on coming out next summer to visit us. And he kind of already knew about it. Um, uh, but I, I always said, you know, this is not final, right? So, um, but to yesterday I said, you know, they're coming. They're, they're, their plan is to come. And this, isn't it going to be so great? They are from Ontario, Canada. And so they're going to visit us. And we're going to host them, right? So this is kind of like what's happening in the book. So you can talk about that in your presentation and uh, compare the two and relate um, to the book, the main character in the book, and you can share about that, right? I said, this is kind of great because they gave you a bunch of ideas already. And he, his eyes lit up and he was like, oh, this is a great idea, right? Yes. Um, so, but, and then we moved on with preparing for the presentation. I helped him, etc. But part of me as a mom, I wanted not to tell him. Why? Because I didn't want him to be disappointed if they decide not to come. Because the flights are not bought, the trip is not final, you know, there a lot can happen and they can decide not to come. And so as a mom, of course, I want to protect him and make him feel good all the time. And of course, I don't want him to, to be disappointed, right? Just like all of us, we want that, right? We want our, to help our kids feel good. But because I believe that we need to help them practice being disappointed, I did tell him, right? I want my son to experience all the excitement there is when he's expecting his cousins next summer. I want him to feel that for the whole year. He loves his cousins. He wants them to come visit. He talks about it a lot. And I want him to feel that excitement. I want him to enjoy the idea of them coming. But in order for me to do that, I need to allow for the risk of him being disappointed if they don't come, right? And I have very good reasons for that. I want him to be good at being disappointed and moving on in life. I want him to feel disappointed, not making mean anything about him, of course, I'm not in charge of his head, but I'm going to do my best to support that. And I want him to move on. Move on to again be excited and again maybe disappointed, maybe not. Because the more times that he goes for something he wants and he allows himself to feel excited and allows himself to want something, to dream, the, the more times he will also risk failure and disappointment and being upset and not getting what he wants, right? And thinking about disappointment, I actually expose my kids a lot to, to that a lot already, I believe. I mean, that's just my, my opinion. Because there's four of them, there's so many times when somebody doesn't get something that they want that the other boy got, Right? Like, for example, the one boy is invited to a birthday party and the other three stay home, right? Sometimes they want to go to that same place that the birthday boy is going to, but they don't get to, right? So they feel disappointment, right? They feel a little bit disappointed, but then they learn to move on, right? They're, they learn that this is actually part of life. It's not a big deal. It's not supposed to crush you. 
It's not supposed to debilitate you. It's just simply part of what happens sometimes and you move on, right? And I also know from my previous experiences where I was disappointed that I didn't get something, I actually would freeze for a while and not do anything and not go for anything that I want because I was avoiding being disappointed. And it is kind of debilitating. I don't want that for my kids and I don't want that for myself. So I'm actually trying to incorporate that in my life and practice being disappointed and moving on and going for something else that I want and risking being disappointed. So here, this is my strong argument to you is help your kids practice being disappointed and treat it just like any other part in life, right? If you want to have dinner tonight, then you're going to get a lot, have to allow yourself to get hungry. <laughs> this is a strange analogy, but right, if we want to eat something, we need to also allow for the hunger, right? This And the two come together. If we want to feel good, we need to be hungry. Same thing here. If we want to feel excited, then we have to allow for the disappointment if it doesn't happen. Okay, they're not perfect examples, but just came to my head. Sorry. Um, so if you have any questions about that, I really would love to answer them. If you want to challenge me on that, perfect. Let's do it. Um, and so I, that's why I told my son that the cousins are coming and I'm fully, fully, um, ready for them. If they can't come, then I am okay. Right. I have to be as a mom, I have to be okay with my son being disappointed. And I don't think anything is going to go wrong because these things happen, Right. And you can explain it to him that, and that it's not because they don't love you. It's because something else, right? So, um, and I actually used to not tell my kids, for example, if I knew that the grandparents were coming for the weekend or um, there's going to be a play date, I used to not tell my kids about that until the very last minute because I was avoiding them being disappointed, I didn't want them to be upset. I didn't want the tears. So I kept the news to myself and I didn't give them an option to be excited about something. But now I am a big believer. Practice being disappointed. Okay. All right, guys. And this again comes hand in hand with having a good relationship with your son and a good relationship with yourself as a mom, right? If you have that um, trust that you can let your son handle his disappointment, if you trust yourself to be the, the mom to guide him through that, and you believe that you guys are, have a solid, good relationship, then you can feel good and look forward to the future and plan fun things and have fun with him and not feel guilty about being a terrible mom and letting him be disappointed, right? I want that for you. I want you to feel like there's nothing that can come up in the future that you cannot support your son through. And if your son's going through disappointment or something terrible that's upsetting him, I want you to still feel like a good mom 
who has a good relationship with her son and not make it mean anything about you as a mom that he's upset, right? And so if you are experiencing any sort of guilt about your son feeling upset, definitely come and talk to me so we can take a look at your thoughts and straighten that out so that you can again enjoy a good relationship with your son because it's not worth it going your whole life feeling like you're being a bad mom to your boy and then withdrawing or fighting with him, okay? So this is what I'm here for. I can help you have a good relationship with your son. And um, I don't think you should wait because you have the rest of your life with him. You can get this done now so you can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Think about it. How much you have to lose by waiting and putting it off and not getting that good relationship with him today, right? You are literally losing time with your son the longer you wait. So I want you to have it today. I want you to have that peace of mind today that you guys are solid, you're good, and you are a good mom with him, okay? So you can go to my website and to, do, to get started, go and sign up for a session, and then we can get you that good relationship. I can help you. Go to my website, www.coachingnatalia.com, um, and then go to the sign up for a free session, and we can get started, and you can start feeling as um, a relief and start feeling like you have a good relationship with him as soon as the first session. I've had sessions with clients where they will come to me and say, I feel like I'm, I don't have a good relationship with my son, and by the end of the session, it actually turns out that they do have a good relationship that they want, except the mom wasn't just, wasn't not seeing it. She was clouded by all this other stuff in her head that was preventing her from seeing it and experiencing and enjoying it. And so in one session, she walked away saying, thank you, now I feel clear and I have, I do have a good relationship with my boy. I'm good, thank you. So this could happen to you and all it takes is just being willing to show up and kind of look at your own brain and your thoughts about it so that you can then have what you want. All right. Have a good, great week. I love you all so much. I hope to talk to you soon. And I'm going to go drink lots of water so this head cold sinus thing goes away. Okay. Don't get sick. Bye. And I'm on the roll.